Information on the 2021 Census of Agriculture is arriving in the mail. On the show today, Glenda Lee Allen Vosser talks about the census and just how it's used with Augustine Akoko Asibi, a director in the Agriculture Division of Statistics Canada. To start with, let's talk about the importance of completing the census of agriculture and how the information is actually used. Census data is used in a number of areas. For instance, we use the census data to support farmers and farm operators uh, when it comes to support directly, either in direct payments or through various programs that support the industry. We also use the census data to inform the magnitude and impact of diseases outbreak in Canada, especially in the agricultural sector. And it's also helped to protect the health and safety of Canadians. We also use the census data to defend farmers' interests in trade disputes and negotiate market assets. In this particular year, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, the census data is more important. Because as you know, the agriculture sector has been very robust in meeting the food supply needs of Canadians. Uh, actually, it is one of the industri- industries that was actually doing very well and uh, in terms of providing the food supply chain for all Canadians. And we, we, we love our Canadian farmers for that. Now, the various levels of government also during the pandemic Uh, have also continued to provide support for the sector based on the information that we collect here at Statistics Canada. Farmers are very important to Canadians and more than ever, uh, their continuous support, especially during this period of the pandemic uh, in responding to the census of agriculture is crucial uh, so that we can support policies that directly affect agricultural farmers and also the industry as a whole. So I will encourage every uh, farm operator, once they receive their questionnaire, to help provide this information in order for the government of Canada and also industry groups, industry groups to also support uh, our farmers. So are there any changes for this year that producers should be aware of? The only changes that we incorporated um, in this year's uh, cycle is that uh, we, we changed the, what we called a farm operator. The definition of a farm operator changed. Unlike in the 2016 census, where we defined an operator as somebody producing agricultural product with the intention to sell, we have moved away from that concept of intention to sell. And right now we are focusing on producing an agricultural product, and you are reporting revenue expenses to the Canada Revenue Agency. This is a major change, and we have already provided documentation on this on our website. Uh, The other changes are we have identified some new and emerging areas for livestock and crops. So, for instance, hemp, garlic, and ducks. And we have also modified some of the questions related to renewable energy adoption of technology and direct marketing and succession planning. All these, these are not really major changes, but we made these changes based on consultations with the users across the country. 
The Census of Agriculture is done with the Census of Population. He notes that while it's not the most convenient time right now for farmers and ranchers, they do have until September the 3rd to complete and submit their Census of Agriculture forms. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. The Canadian Wheat Research Coalition has committed $2 million over five years towards a core breeding agreement with the University of Alberta. Lorianne Kaminsky is the Research Program Manager with the Manitoba Crop Alliance. The University of Alberta does have a wheat breeding program, and it's been going for decades. Um, and it had been supported by the Western Greens Research Foundation, and um, they're pulling back from those kinds of um, investments and leaving it to the crop commissions to make choices about that. And so we, we've gotten together with Alberta Wheat and with Saskatchewan Wheat to co-fund this um, funding for uh, wheat variety development coming out of the University of Alberta. What will be the focus of this um, program? This program is really focused on varieties for short season, for parkland growing conditions uh, and soil types. And um, the breeder, uh, Dr. Dean Spanner, uh, he, he brings germplasm from around the world uh, into the breeding program and um, is, is adapting different kinds of uh, traits that would be applicable for shorter season in Canada and for parkland growing conditions. Talk a little bit about those traits and, and you know, what you're hoping to see. So uh, early maturity is one of the main things, um, as well as all the Canadian quality standards that we expect and uh, the disease packages that we expect. Strong rust resistance, um, and particularly for Manitoba, uh, good uh, or growing fusarium disease resistance packages. Uh, and for that, he does coordinate uh, screening trials here in the province as well. Um, and so we expect that there'll be varieties that are uh, re- able to be registered within our system and then have some commercial application for farmers here been a very good program and it's maturing over a number of years and so Dr. Spanner has been able to bring some um, new varieties to the marketplace and they are being commercialized in Canada by um, groups like Kentera Seeds and Seacan and Seednet. So there is some pickup of his varieties in the last number of years. So we expect that to continue and that there will be a good choice of variety for short seasons, season growing conditions in Canada. That was Lorianne Kaminsky, Research Program Manager with the Manitoba Crop Alliance. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.